Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Mistira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party survived the hag attack, saved Bria from drowning, and seven days later, managed to finally arrive at the Eastern Island. It was a very tense few moments before Kit brought Bria back above water. Many of us really thought Bria might be a goner, and I wasn't going to pull any punches, but it all worked out for the best. Now that they've arrived at the Eastern Island, our story moves into a new chapter. What will our adventurers find on this island? What secrets and mysteries will they solve? And how long is it going to be before Bria forgives me for forcing her onto a ship where she almost drowned? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Ahoy there, matey. Ahoy, hoy. Oh, oh, I noticed that Bria didn't respond to my... <laughs> to my question to my salutation so well that's what happens your when you're uh-huh is whenever you start paying for my therapy bills <laughs> i will forgive you <laughs> i thought she was just gonna ask me for a level my god yeah oh well that it. too that been yeah, do we get really... to level <laughs> would have been a great time you know if you'd asked i probably would have said yes but the moment's gone so <laughs> i have four very angry faces staring back at me right now. <laughs> what if one by one we just disappear from the Skype call? <laughs> that's not true. We have all the power because he can. Well, actually, that's not true. Uh, no, because d- that's not true he would just at sit all. there and talk to himself, as we've seen him done do so many times in the past. He would just like do all the NPCs, and it would be like me playing with Barbies when I was a little kid. No, but that's like Christmas Day to me. Like that truly is like. <laughs> I love when that happens. I love when I DM talks to DM via different characters. Uh, <laughs> I did a uh, I did an interview for another episode of the Tome Show last week, uh, which is now several weeks ago when this episode comes out. But and we talked about that very thing because it was about how to like bring your NPCs to life. And I was like, well, they're very alive when they talk to each other, but it's awful. <laughs> no, it's amazing. It's the best. <laughs> um, cool. So are we? It's only been three minutes and thirteen seconds. Yeah, but we're and it'll here. be less with cuts. Um, I wanna, I wanna touch my feet on sand. Yeah, I was All gonna right. say, do we feel a solid like thud? Like, are we riding? The, are we sailing the ship straight up to the island? I guess. I think. I think so. I don't. I, I have never mentioned like rowboats attached to this keelboat, so I don't think it has any. So, uh, yeah, you all just sort of like. <laughs> <laughs> Sniv just like at the front of the ship, the wind whipping his clothes backwards, just like points forward and says, Arg, brace yourselves for beaching, and uh, runs the ship up onto the very edge of the sandbar uh, here on the Eastern Island. We never named the ship. You never did name. Th- I mean, it's maybe it job. happened in some of those days that we that we like fast forwarded or that we montaged through very quickly last week. Uh, do you all have any name thoughts? I had some last week, and they're gone. <laughs> you didn't write them down? No, I, w- I was driving. Okay, now this isn't going to be satisfying because we're not going to know the answer right now. Okay. But I think we should ask the listeners to name the ship. It's going to be Bodie McBoatface. Haven't we learned <laughs> anything? It's <laughs> true. You're right. Didn't they just do that again yes, in England? Yes, that's why it came to mind. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say right now that it can't be Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> It has to be Why? D&D That's related. So nice. It has to be 
Oh, okay. It either, okay, it can be, like, legitimately thematic and, like, an actual legit name that you want us to name the boat, or it can be some sort of D&D pun. Uh, so tweet at us with the hashtag named Snivs Ship, <laughs> S-N-I-V-S-S-H-I-P. That's a terrible hashtag. It's so good. It's the best hashtag that has ever hashtagged. <laughs> And let us know what we know. should name the boat. I don't know and we're if gonna, that's the hashtag. We'll see. We could we'll call see. it All right. a backup name. Uh, actually, it'll be like the main name and then under that, since I'm going to be writing this on it, the subtitle underneath it will be um, probably Bria's Coffin. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. And then next oh, to it, the God. little design on it is going to match the design on my arm that I got from that sea hag. That's the little Oh, oh that's... I kind of like I kind of like Bria's demise. I like that. Oh. I was thinking <laughs> Bria's demise. I actually no, you was. weren't. No, yes, I no, was. no, no. You're making that up. No, I'm no. not. I'm really not. I was thinking it, but then I. But then we were gonna like. I feel like Bria's demise is not like a good subtitle. You know what or I mean? Or Bria's Bria's. No, nightmare. that's a good title. Title. Bria's so nightmare. So if we don't, if we don't get, if we don't get a title, if if Twitter fails us and we don't get a title, a name that we like uh, from the listeners, then maybe it will be Bria's nightmare or Bria's demise. We will we will circle back to this. Okay. Okay. I have a thing. Of course you do. Oh, of course. Here. We I go. just want to jump off the boat and do uh, sand angels. I will join in this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you all jump off the boat and you do sand angels. Mm-hmm. It is hot and dry and sandy, and mm-hmm. you're probably kind of damp, so you get lots of sand stuck to you. That's okay. We're I'm, just happy to be on land again. I'm gonna I, take meanwhile, some sand. am like, cr- my skin is crawling just thinking about yeah, it. Yeah, you Ugh. hate the beach. I hate this the is be- funny. I don't hate the beach, I hate sand. I'm going to take some sand. I'm going to go up to where the water is and take some wet sand and make... A little ball, and I'm gonna throw it at Bizdira. Okay, I'm gonna be dancing around. <laughs> I'm gonna need my flute. Hold, okay, Bria, I need you to make Bria. me a dexterity check, please. Boo! That's a ten. It does not hit Bizdira, but it's obvious that you were throwing it at her nonetheless. And Bizdira is going to literally tackle Bria and just like put sand all over her face, just like oh, mound it up. I hate this. This makes me so uncomfortable. I hate this. Whatever. Uh, you're doing this all sort of like right by uh, on the sand near the boat. And so as you're doing that, you're on top of her bizdeer. You're putting sand in her face. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Snape she is didn't gonna roll. H- she didn't roll. Prove it. <laughs> make an athletics, make a strength athletics check, Bizdira. Bria, you need to make a strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics check. Bria? 23. Oh, Bizdira. Bizdira just misses her. No. <laughs> so I like, kick a little bit of water in her face. And like falls flat <laughs> into the sand. I kick a little water in okay, her face and so, then I yeah. start skipping with Flick to his music. So so you do that. Bizdira falls face first into the sand. Uh, and as she does, Sniv hops off the boat and lands on Bizdira's back and takes a little uh, a little uh, spear that he pulled off of, you know, whatever of the ship. Uh, and he tied, like, one of his shirts to it and he sticks it into the ground, uh, the sand on the beach and says, Arr, I hereby claim this island for the Shimmer Scale tribe. Yay! I feel like I was I was so expecting you to say he shoves it directly into Bizdira's back. No, Sniv is taking a turn for the worst. Not okay. Kit, Kit, what are you doing? Um, well, I wanted to ask Sniv a question, but then he went away from me. So instead, I'm going to survey the land around us and check what I notice on the bow of the ship. I haven't jumped down yet. Perfect. Go ahead and make me a wisdom perception check. 
A crit. What, what? Oh, interesting. Okay. Thank you. New dice. So we'll start from far to closer. So off in the distance, you see that you see that the uh, beach goes inland for several hundred feet. And on either side of this beach, like you're sort of in a little like outlet, like the opposite of a cove, right? The opposite of a cove inlet, like it sticks out a little bit. And that's where this beach is. On either side, like if you keep going around the circumference of the island, you get sort of rockier shores, um, cliffs not as high as they were on the last refuge, but like still, you know, cliff faces that would be harder to, definitely harder to scale. And there's not really any good places for the ship to to land anywhere but this little beach. Way off in the distance, past the beach, you can see that the sand eventually turns to grass that gets thicker and thicker as you go out. It's a beautiful, clear day, so you can see forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> Musical theater reference. <laughs> uh, so the grass eventually gets thicker and lusher, and you can see that... Past the beach, the landscape becomes sort of rolling green fields, green hills, and 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 sort of pasture land looking area. Definitely, definitely different than anywhere on the last refuge. Uh, mostly open. There are little stands of trees, uh, although you do notice, and and it's hard to, to really make out any details about them. But you notice in some of the stands of trees that you can see that some of the trees seem to be at an odd angle, but that's sort of from this distance all you can make out, because they are quite a ways away. Looking then more closely at the beach that you all are on, you don't notice anything particularly uh, particularly notable about the beach itself. It's, like I said, several hundred... Let's see, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15... Yeah, it's like half a mile or so uh, before it even starts thinking about turning into that grassland. Um, but with that crit, you notice, as you look out on this beach... You notice every now and again in certain places, just barely visible, peeking out from underneath the sand are bones. Humanoid-looking bones. That's creepy. And two of our friends are doing sand angels in this sand? Correct. Um, I'm going to You don't to notice say, any right where the ship landed, for what it's worth. Cool. I'm going to holler down to my friends and say, Um, you might want to stop rolling around in that sand. And then I'm going to hop down and I want to go investigate one of the bone areas. Okay, so the closest the closest bone areas are probably, like, is probably 150 feet or so in from where from where the ship has, has beached itself. Um, so you can totally go out that direction. Uh, would you like to bring friends with you? Are you all going in? What's the plan here? As I walk that direction, I'm going to say, I spotted something creepy looking. If any of you want to come with me. And then I'm just going to go walking. <laughs> Bizdera just bounces up and starts running after her. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to go with. Okay. Me too. So Sniv too. Sniv is definitely going to stay here and look after the ship for for right now, just because he needs to like make sure that it's secure up on the beach, that it doesn't go like the tide doesn't come in and take the boat away out into the ocean. Uh, so he's going to stick around this area for now. Yes, Bria. Do we need to do any sort of a roll to see if we get our land legs or whatever? I don't know. Right? As, Isn't that a as thing? the like, two of us really who sick. have who have lived on ships for extended periods of time, that was never a thing for me. How about you? Mm, no. I I was no. I mean, my first time on a ship, I was seasick on it, and then seasick for two weeks after the fact. But you know, that sounds horrendous. 
Yeah. yeah. If the if the book doesn't say we have to do it, I certainly don't want to do it. I was just curious because definitely the does not. Happens. Your DM hasn't experienced it, so it doesn't exist. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but no, it's not a thing that you all don't have to. It's well, not a thing that you all have to do. We're immune to seasickness now, aren't we? Well, I mean, in theory, yeah. We didn't we didn't roll for those last seven days, and there were some storms, but yeah. yeah. Also, once you spend 24 hours off the ship, if you go back onto it, you'll have to start making rolls again as well. So, okay, so there's two sort of big questions. Kit has found something that she finds interesting and wants to investigate. Uh, my other question for you all is, what the fuck is your plan? <laughs> well, but we can, we can deal with the interesting yeah, thing, and then we can we'll deal with the interesting thing first. Absolutely. All right. So, is anyone not going with Kit other than Sniv? No. Okay. So, the four of you uh, walk over to where Kit is indicating that there are uh, the whoops. To where Kit is indicating that there are uh, some bones sticking out just barely visible above the sand. Um, and she points to it and you can all see pretty clearly what she, like, what looks like half of a skull that is sort of, you know, a humanoid looking skull poking out of the ground. As you get a little closer, let me have all of you make uh, intelligence nature checks, please. <laughs> Kit, I can't resist, I can't resist starting with you after that sound. Well, my dice was doing... So well, and then I rolled a four, which okay. is an eight. <laughs> uh, great. Definitely not a human uh, or Azamar, whatever, skull, but humanoid. Uh, Kit? Uh, Flick, rather? Uh, it's a five. Okay, Bria? Nineteen! Okay, and Bizdira? Ten. Biz- Bria? <laughs> Bria, you recognize this as the skull of a creature called a knoll. It is a sentient bipedal hyena-like creature that are generally pretty damn evil back where you come from. I will relay um, this information. And it seems that they are as mean and nasty in death as they are in life as this skeleton begins to climb out of the ground along with four others near you all, and I need everyone to roll initiative, please. Love, lovely. Absolutely that lovely. Is so rude. <laughs> oh my god. Kit, oh, I, I think I, I've gotten your bad luck with dice rolls. Uh, I've used up all my good luck. It's gone. <laughs> okay, Bria, what'd you get? A five. Bistira, what'd you get? Very not prepared for this. Yeah. I crit failed, so that's a four. <laughs> Flick! A nineteen. Okay. <laughs> At least Kit. one of us. Did I good. also crit failed. <laughs> I told you. What does that make it for you? A three or a four? I can't remember. A three. (laughs) All right. And the skellies didn't do a ton better than you all. They got a six. Oh, but they did literally better than all of you with that six, except for Flick. (laughs) Amazing. Okay. So five of these skeletons have like burst free of the sand and are slowly crawling to their feet. They are all still currently prone on the ground, digging themselves out of the sand as Flick, you see this happening and it is your turn. <laughs> what the heck? This is so stupid. Um, okay. Um, I am going to. I literally can't believe that I'm just like watching them wiggle out of sand and I'm like, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery at the one closest to us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> just out of instinct, I, I suppose. Don't, <laughs> don't even understand. Okay. I think we've determined that you don't have to understand the language or what is being said for Vicious Mockery, right? I think that's the case, yeah. Okay. So that's a 17. (laughs) (laughs) They have a minus one to their wisdom, but they rolled a 17. Fine. Uh, All right, so (laughs) Flick just freaks out and, like, yells, Go away! Yeah, yeah, or, like, um, Your bones are icky, (laughs) or something. (laughs) Okay. Ew, gross! 
<laughs> Literally just forgets to put the imbue it with magic. Just says, Ew, gross! <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Oh my god, amazing. Okay, so the skeletons dig their way out of the sand around you, and uh, they they come in, and they uh, they each have these sort of rusted, uh, sand-worn short swords, uh, but they go to attack you. So the first one's going to attack Flick, uh, and that misses. The next one's going to attack Kit, and that is a 23 to hit doing five piercing damage with its short sword to you. The one that goes after Bizdira is a 19 to hit, doing eight piercing damage. And the one going after Bria crits and does 12 points of piercing damage. The fifth one uh, randomly decides which of you to go after. Oh, and the it goes fire af- shield is going to react to that. Wait. Okay, go I'm ahead and roll your... do evasion. And the fi- Can I You're do both? You're not going to do evasion. <laughs> I can't do both. Well, you can't use evasion because that's for dexterity saves. You can do uncanny dodge, yes, or you can proc your fire shield. Or. They're both reactions. Well, I want to hurt it, so it takes four damage from the fire shield. Okay, and the last one, a second one, gangs up on Kit, uh, but that's only a 13 to hit, so does that hit? No, it doesn't. All right. So these skeletons have crawled up out of the ground. One of them got singed by Bria's fire shield, but the rest of them have attacked you all with short swords. Uh, And you can see now that they are, in fact, very obviously gnolls. They're slightly hunched. They have large rib cases, canine-looking skulls with sharp, sharp fang incisors uh, that are just completely encrusted with sand. Bria, you are up next. Excellent. I'm going to hack at the one that I just hurt with the fire shield with my Absolutely. short sword. Absolutely. Do it. Uh, it is a 17 to hit. That'll do. For 25 damage. And you destroy that one. You just stab it with your with your rapier short sword, I mean, uh, and just cut it apart. Cut it to ribbons and the bones fall all over the ground. And around as I'm biz- doing it, I, I repeat what Flick said and I said, Ew, gross! <laughs> <laughs> Bizdira, you are up. All of a sudden, you cast okay. vicious mockery. <laughs> Mine works. <though>. To... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finally, uh, a seventeen and a twenty-three to stab it. Uh, both of those hit. Yes. All right. I'm gonna do damage on that first. Okay. Nineteen points of damage to the first one. Okay, that destroys that one, just shattering it into pieces as each of your blows cracks bone. Can I then move to the next one closest to me and kick it twice? Sure. So you're using a key point? Yes. Uh, I don't think a 10 hits. It does not. But my second one definitely hits. Okay. It's five points of damage. All right. So one of the ones uh, that is next to Kit gets shattered with a kick from Bizdira, who's running around the battlefield just smacking down skeletons left and right. Kit, seeing Bizdira come over to defend you and crack the shit, shatter some of the bones of one of the ones in front of you. It does still stand. You've got two attacking you now. It is your turn. There are two attacking me? Correct. How annoying. Okay, fine. I see how effective just hitting them is. I use yeah. a bonus action shillelagh on my quarterstaff and whack the one that Bizdira just hit. Very smart, because uh, they do have vulnerability to bludgeoning damage. So that means all bludgeoning damage done to them is doubled. Nice. That's a 20 adjusted to hit. Oh, that will do. I don't imagine that there's a way that your magic shining staff can not kill it, but go ahead and roll damage. 
That's uh, eight points of damage. That's All what I right. rolled. Yeah. You're right, which turns into 16. So this one, you just smack it, and its bones, its ribcage just explodes in pieces all over the place, and that one is vanquished. There are only two left, one next to Kit and one next to Flick, and it is Flick's turn. It's next to me? It is. Uh-oh. Okay. Then you would say bludgeoning damage. Uh, I guess I'll pull out my whip and try to smack it. Your whip... I forgot you had a whip. I'm going to smack it with my whip. Smack it with your whip. That's an 18 to hit. <laughs> Things are getting Okay, kinky. Indiana Jones. TLR. And that's world. a full five slashing damage. Does it do something? Uh, how? M- I'm sorry, what was the damage? It was five. All right, so you managed to damage it with your whip as you score a line down its shoulder bone. I want to grab uh, a hold of its bone and pull it off. Great, so you pull off one of its metacarpals. Uh, No, I want it to be its collarbone. Well, that would ruin the whole thing, so no. No, no, just just the one of them. Just like the part of it. You know what I'm talking about? Half of it. I mean, I do, but I feel like that's an important structural bone. Nah, not not for a magical skeleton. I actually knew somebody that was born without one. Okay, you can have its collarbone. So it is the skeleton's turn. That skeleton is going to turn around and attack you, Flick. You just took that at face value. Uh, that's a 9 to hit. The other one that's next to Kit is going to attack her for an 18 to hit. That'll do it. That does 6 more piercing damage to you as it sinks its short sword into your side. And Bria, we are back up to you. So... The wind has started to kick up a little bit and sand is blowing around. Doesn't hinder you yet, but it's uncomfortable. I'm not very happy with anything that's happening right now. Um, I see Flick having a little bit of trouble, so... (laughs) Excuse me, I hit the skeleton. I just don't have anything that does bludgeoning damage. I understand. I just think everyone else is doing a little bit better job than you are. So (laughs) (laughs) Everyone else killed their skeleton, I'm just saying. Yes, that's what I mean. (laughs) 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 I'm going to attack the skeleton for 21 uh, to hit. Yes. I'm assuming that hit. Yes, it does. For 20 points of damage. And you shatter Flick's skeleton in front of him into pieces, and it all they all fall to the ground, and you see Bizdira standing behind, Briathos standing behind where the skeleton used to be. I literally could not have rolled better for my whip. It is a <laughs> D4 plus one, and I got a five. Well, here's an example of how it's not really I helping am your point. as a, a partner instead of Bizdira. I saw that I could help you with some damage, and so then I went to help you because you didn't have any bludgeoning damage, but then Bizdira, Bizdira you are she... up! How, how yeah. is it Bizdira, you are up! That. I will skip your turns. I am killing this other skeleton. <laughs> yes, you are. You're also very good at it as, as one of the two with bludgeoning damage. So that's a 22. Oh, yeah. Okay, so two daggers hit, because the other one was more. Oh, two daggers. Okay, so these are sl- uh, piercing damage, not slashing, so this won't get doubled. Yeah, 19 points of damage. Fantastic. All right, so you shatter this one into pieces as well, and all of the knoll skeletons that came bursting from the ground have been vanquished. <laughs> I just have well, to piss this it off. Everyone is mad at each other, and it's amazing. <laughs> 
Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands here, with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be splendid if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We also want to remind everyone that we have our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, and much more. In addition, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information on the program and a list of creators that we are patronizing are available on our Patreon page. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them for their support. Thank you to our honorary party members, Tanya, Sir Mox the Magnificent, Matthew Allen, and Shimmy Gangot, and to our Shimmer Scale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliyahu of Merck Grove, and Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. We want to thank BattleBards for providing some of the fantastic music you hear on our show. You can check out their awesome library at battlebards.com. We also use some of Scott Buckley's amazing scores, which you can check out at his website, scottbuckley.com.au. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or anything at all from the DM's Guild, or from any of the drive through family of websites. Be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website and in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. It's like Amazon Smile, but make it D&D. We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. Eldritch Foundry is an up-and-coming customizable 3D miniatures company that prints your dream mini in extreme high detail. Last weekend at PAX Unplugged, I got to have a meeting with one of the co-founders of Eldritch Foundry, and I am really excited about some of the content that we've got in the works that we're going to be bringing to you all in the coming months. In the meantime, listeners of The Last Refuge can support our show and get 10% off your entire order from eldritchfoundry.com by entering the code LASTREFUGE, that's L-A-S-T-R-E-F-U-G-E, all one word, at checkout. Speaking of PAX Unplugged, Flick, Kit, Robert, and I all want to say a huge thank you to everyone who saw us, chatted with us, played games with us last weekend in Philadelphia. It was a whirlwind, exhausting, but awesome and motivating con for all four of us. We were so happy to meet some of you in person, and we are really, really excited for what we hope is going to be an increased convention presence by the Last Refuge team in 2020. Okay, that's all the announcements we've got for you at this point. Thanks for listening, and happy gaming, y'all. Well, this is a fun new place. <laughs> I guess I'm, at least I'm they were sorry. Dogs. I'm sorry. <laughs> you should be. Why are you so bitchy? I'll put you on a ship for a couple <laughs> weeks and you turn That's into it. That's why a... I almost died on a ship. Yo, don't take I it out on me. Who tried to die. save you? I understand. But Jesus Christ. I'm going to take one of the skeleton heads and I'm going to wear it as a hat. You're going to wear it as a hat? Correct. To protect me. Okay. I would like to take a femur from one of the okay. nose. Sure. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start like carving out like oh carving it into a weapon. Oh god. Okay, that'll take some time. What are That's we fine. doing? It'll be an well, overall project for me and our downtime. Sure, sure. Well Flick is actually taking this seriously after he pockets his <laughs> collarbone. And <Okay>. he- <laughs> 
and uh, he's gonna look to Kit, who didn't insult him just now, and I don't think ever has. I don't think Kit's ever said anything n- not nice. And um, I'm gonna say, should we continue on, or what do you want to do? Uh, we should continue on, but also, what is Sniv doing when we go off gallivanting? Oh, Sniv! Here? I don't. I mean, you guys were a ways off. No, I mean like, like long term. When we like leave the oh. beach, what is he doing? Are, <laughs> uh, that's a really good question. I mean, he's frankly inclined to well let's say this are you so are you going back to the ship to have that conversation i would like to so that we can move okay. off the so beach s- seeing you all uh, slightly battered and bruised sniv is going to ask what happened first of all and i'll point to the skull on my head okay so now sniv is not sure what he wants to do because his original plan was to follow you all inland find a place where he could forage for supplies and generally just sort of stay with the ship but now he's not really sure that he wants to cross the beach but like there, there are dwindling. It was seventeen days, right? I think uh, that it took you all eighteen days that it took you all to get uh, to get here. So there's only a couple of days left of provisions on the ship. Now, if the four of you aren't there, he can stretch that into more days. But he'll eventually need, you know, food and water. Have we heard anything from um, what's his bucket? The conjurer. The conjurer. Not. I mean, maybe he checked in midway through your voyage at some point, but but no, not not for anything. Because you said we were going to have access to someone on this island, and I was kind of hoping that person was going to like meet us here. Yeah, that was a that was a hope that you had. Yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> positivity. Um, um, is I, it no? I, well, I was going to continue on to say, like provisions wise, uh-huh. is are looking out into the land besides like the grasslands and the trees that we see are, are there any other like maybe like fruitful looking places well, n- now first of all we is very generous because it was kit that created on her perception check thank you very much but i'm as sure she, she relayed and i was able to look out onto the all of you all of you he sent a memo hey, that said be mean to flick today it was definitely not me that started this whoa <laughs> every single one of you have you ever come on Let's let's get back together back together now. Kit, some of the groves of trees that you saw uh, probably were like fruit bearing trees and stuff. I mean, it definitely looked like a place that you could forage for for food. Okay, I'll point those out to Sniv. And there was like one other bone area. Is that right? Oh, there were several. I'll and point like, those you could out only to see. Too. Yeah, I mean, they're sort of scattered all over the beach. To be honest, like. It's and some and who knows how many of them are are buried and not visible. Okay, I'll point some of them out to Sniv and say, "Just be careful, buddy." <laughs> okay. Can I change the subject? Sure. I would like to try to use a fire shield to see if I can pick up another blip of another key. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so you focus on the little kernels that are in your brain, uh, in your awareness because of your attunement to this key, and. You do not get a blip like the words are hard, like you do from the other keys. Uh, but what you do get a little tiny bit of is something similar but different, something that feels stronger and deeper, uh, coming from more towards the interior of the island. Okay. Um, I will relay this information. I think that's probably the next temple chamber thing. Um, but maybe that's the right direction for us to start heading. So um, I was thinking I wanted to try to help out Sniv with the provision provisional mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so can I spend some time either A, like 
figuring out a path that's safe that has no more of the skeletons. Yeah, you can make a wanderer feat. Yeah, so I mean, we got to get you off this beach first. I don't think you all are fully grasping how very dangerous this beach is. So, uh, (laughs) well, that's why, like, I want to kill them all so that Sniv is safe here. So, uh, (laughs) let me let me rephrase. I don't think you all fully value realize how dangerous this beach is. Well, uh, yeah. If the beach isn't safe and Sniv wants to go looking around for it, I can always later, when we're ready to leave, send him an animal messenger, and we can meet. That's back true. Here. That's true. Like that can um, be a plan. He he's a little concerned about the ship, but like he can probably get it situated in such a way that like the tide's not going to take it out. Y- you know, who knows if anyone like stumbles upon it, and wants to steal it, or if a particularly bad storm comes in, what it's going to be. But at this point, seeing what you all have seen and hearing about what you all have seen, rather about this beach, like he's rethinking his decision to stay here. So he'll travel with you inland as you all okay. want to go inland, okay. and then he'll okay. find a place to hang out there. So whoever is going to be in the lead of this little trek through the beach are you trying to find you're trying to find a clear path through as best you can that's what i was expecting yeah or should we just go around and try and go like why don't we find a clear path and i cast pass without trace so that we don't wake up any of these skeletons okay great is that an idea i'm looking at dm's face (laughs) interesting make me a kit i will take either intelligence investigation or wisdom insight a 14. That'll work great if the skeletons are sensing you by sight. Mm-hmm. It might be a problem if they're trying to sense you by either sound or like tremor sense vibrations in the sand. Which that probably is that. Yeah, if they're skeletons, they don't necessarily have eyeballs. Sure, but if it's also silence that radiates from us. Right, so it would be... Sound in general, you yeah. would it would be good. Mm-hmm. The tremor sense is okay. what you're most worried about. But yes, it would definitely help with the sound. Um, if you would like to make your way through the beach, I will let whoever wants to take the lead on this uh, make me a wisdom perception check to to find a clear path through. Okay, sure. A crit. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, what is that adjusted? 23. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Kit uh, leads you all into into the beach, uh, deeper onto the beach, and just absolutely, like, tiptoeing as... Are you passed without tracing? Yeah. Let me have everybody make uh, dexterity stealth checks, plus 10 to your result. Uh, Kit. Well, my stealth was much worse. That's only a 14. Okay, Bria. I'm so focused on paying attention. That's right, absolutely. 30. God, Vistira. 33. (laughs) Flick. 20 adjusted. Okay, all right. Uh, So, Kit begins to guide you all up through this beach, and you all go just directly inland, about 450 feet, and then she sort of puts her hands up and she stops you all and has you sort of take a detour around this suspicious-looking dune uh, that as you sort of circle around it, uh, you can see that there indeed were some bones sticking out of it. You all circle back. It takes a little bit longer, but you circle back, and you manage to uh, avoid any confrontations for quite some time. You continue deep. You make it to about the halfway point on the beach, and everything is... is You all are doing your best to be extremely quiet. Everything is very, very tense. You make it about two-thirds of the way through this beach. You're three-quarters of the way. And Kit, you get to a certain point. And once you get there, you're maybe... 
three, four hundred feet from the edge of the beach. You're so very close. But at this point, you don't see any sign of any skeletons or bones anywhere, which is equally as suspicious to you because you've seen them like some of them have been well hidden or or not particularly visible above the sand but at least you've been able to like spot them here and there throughout your travel but these last 300 feet everywhere that you look look completely devoid of skeletons suspicious um i will whisper this very very quietly to my friends and sort of shrug my shoulders (laughs) see if any of them have any thoughts okay um (laughs) I guess that we should... I'm just going to keep going, but I will cast Shillelagh on my um, quarterstaff so that I'm ready should anything happen. Already my short sword. Already my longbow. And my dagger. Okay. I will tell where I'm feeling the pull from. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, it's sort of about that... Uh, about in the middle of the edge of the beach that you can see, but much further in. Okay. Much, much further in. I will tell Kit kind of where I'm feeling that tug coming from so that that way, because I do think that that should be like kind of our, since we don't really have a specific thing that we should be doing right now, um, uh-huh. I'll tell her kind of like that's that's where I think we should be ultimately heading in a safe way. In a, in a safe way. All right. So I'm going to lead us in a, since we've had some good luck going um, in a strange pattern before, we're going to keep going that way. Okay. So I'll lead us a wee bit to the right. So very carefully, you all, oops, very carefully, you all uh, continue on to the east for about another 300 feet or so. Nothing attacks yet. Then I'm going to lead us forward. uh, And then... Okay, so... You all go, you start to head north uh, about 150 feet, and before you can get much further than that, you start to hear the sands shift below your feet again, and this time multitudes, ten skeletons, rise up from the sands around you. Great. We'll keep the same initiative from last, oh, you all rolled so poorly, we can roll again. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. All right, Flick, what'd you get? Twelve. Twelve. Skelly's got a thirteen. Bria. Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> Patterns, just in the opposite order. Bria, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Bizdira. Twelve. Twelve. And Kit. Also a fourteen. Also a fourteen. <laughs> okay, so you two pairs need to decide who goes first in your pairs. Uh, so Bria and uh, Kit and Bizdira and Flick. I'll go first. Okay. Sure. You got and it, Biz. Wants- All right. So, Bria, you see these things. They're all currently prone. They're all still getting up. What are you going to do? Didn't we ready actions, though? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yes, you can do those in this first round of uh, combat. Because, again, like, readying actions for half an hour is not really a thing that I buy. I'm going to hack at one of them with my short sword. All right. 13? 13, I believe, is enough. I should have these stats up. Hold on a second. That is, in fact, enough. For 21 points of damage. All right. So Bria just is able to one-shot this knoll skeleton. Uh, She just slashes into it, slices right through its spinal column, and it falls into two pieces uh, to the ground. Kit, you are up. Um, I'll go ahead and use my shillelagh quarterstaff, or I will re-shillelagh it if necessary. In the oh, black. yeah, it's definitely been more than a minute, but that's yes. no, it's an easy bonus action. It glows, the runes shine, and she swings at yet another skeleton. 
Uh, that's going to be a 22 to hit. That absolutely hits. Five points of damage. Five points of damage. Uh, so you shatter bones left and right. This one seems to be holding on by a thread. Uh, the remaining skeletons, there are nine of them, uh, are going to uh, are going to attack. Each of you will get two, and Kit will get an extra since she has engaged one of them already. Uh, so, let's start with Bizdira. Bizdira, does an 18 hit you? Yes. How about a 7? No. Alright, so one hit for Bizdira, doing four piercing damage. Uh, Kit, yours are, uh, 21 non-natural 20 and 12 to hit? Uh, the 12 does not hit. Alright, so you get two stabs from various uh, from various locations for 14 total piercing damage. Uh, Flick, yours is a 10 to hit and a 17 to hit? 17 ties. Okay, so that oh, that's only three piercing damage for you. And Bria, yours is an 18 and a 23 to hit. I'm going to use Uncanny Dodge for one of them. Okay, uh, the first one does five damage to you. Do you want to use it on that one? No. Okay, the second one... Oh, that was wise. The second one does seven, so only three for a total of eight damage as you turn and spin with the slash as this skeleton comes after you. They have completely surrounded you all, the nine of them, but it is Bizdira's turn, and we know uh, Bizdira can bludgeon. I can. So I have I figured out the fact that bludgeoning is worse Oh, for yeah, them? you and Kit figured that out way back at the beginning of the beach, okay. for sure. So yeah. she's going to... Punch, punch! One of the skeletons in front of her. Yeah, I would, I would do it one at a time because it's possible that you could kill them in one. Okay, so for the first one is a seventeen to hit. That hits. And that is going to be what am I? That is uh, nine points of damage, just eighteen points. Eighteen points. So you shatter that one and drop it to the ground, destroyed. Okay. So then she's gonna turn punch the other one for okay. a fifteen to hit. That hits. For seven, so 14 points of damage. Seven, she manages to just punch through both of the skeletons that were attacking her, dropping them both single shots. Key point yeah. for two more attacks. Absolutely, with your feet and your elbows and your yes. head, maybe? A headbutt sounds like yeah. fun. So I'm assuming that Flick is right next to me? Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah. So I will attack the ones in front of Flick. All right. Bizdira is a storm, a tornado. Does a nine hit? A nine does not hit, okay. so the storm weakens a bit. <laughs> so I miss, I gauge wrong trying to elbow one of them in the face while I'm trying to kick right. the other one. Right, exactly. But but you kick behind you with the other one. The kick hits. All right, the kick hits for... For six, so 12 points of damage. Uh, this one is hanging on by a thread. Uh, it's All of its remaining bones are cracked and shattered. Flick, uh, you are up. The one... Uh, one of the ones that Bizdira just shattered is are, is close to shattering is right next to you. Go, Flick, uh, go. Are you any of them l- thanks, Bria? Um, are is any of them l- more than five feet away from me? Uh, yes, there are some that are more than five feet. Great, away Great, then me. I'm gonna longbow one of those. Okay, so you turn your longbow on one of the ones near Kit. We'll say since she crit. has three on her, Yay! and it's a crit. All right, that is a total of. Gotta go back to my thing. <laughs> it's a good thing this isn't third edition because those uh, skeletons were vulnerable to bludgeoning damage but resistant to piercing damage, as I recall. Uh, 14. 
14, so you drop that one. You drive that arrow straight through the back of its skull, and Kit, you see the arrow sprout out the front of one of the skulls right before <laughs> it drops to the ground. What is so funny? I'm so proud of she, you. She's being really encouraging to try and make up for earlier. Is what <laughs> <laughs> she All right. waved a flag, a fake flag. Just now. <laughs> I'm sorry I missed it. Oh my god. Okay, <laughs> Flick, that was the end oh, of yeah. your turn. Bria, we're up to you again. Um, I am bolstered by Flick doing so well. Um, <laughs> gonna, I've been counting down at, as me, but Elsa's Bria, like how many are knocked down, and I'm just like loving it. So I'm gonna hit one that, or I'm gonna try to hit one that hasn't been hit before with my short sword. Okay. Uh, that's a 19 to hit. That'll do. For 16 damage. That is enough to shatter yet another one with a single blow. Uh, Kit, back to you. You see your friends. They're doing well. Five skeletons remain. Yay. I am happy for us. Um, <laughs> there's still one in front of me. <laughs> there is still one in front of you, yes. I'm it is, in fact, the one that looks in very bad shape. All right. I'm going to try to whack it. All right. Uh, 20 adjusted. That'll do. Six points of damage. That is enough to shatter yet another skeleton. Uh, it is now the skeleton's turn. There are four of them left, so each of them is going to go after each one, each of you. Uh, Bizdira, an 18 to hit you yes. uh, does three points of damage, three points of piercing damage as it stabs you shallowly with its short sword. Kit, that's only a nine to hit, so you dodge out of the way of that short sword. Bria, it's only a ten to hit, so you dodge as well. And Flick, it's only an eight to hit, so the three of you manage to dodge your attacks, Bizdira. It is your chance for some retaliation. So, okay, so there's one in front of me again? Uh, yeah. Alright, punch it. Punch it! That'll hit for 18 points of damage again. That destroys that one completely. Uh, then I'm gonna go up again to the one in front of Flick. Alright. That'll hit. That's only four points of damage. Okay, so we've got one... Yep, so eight, but that one still stands. That one was hurt already, though, wasn't it? Oh, sure, yes. So that one goes down. <laughs> Great. Uh, so then she's going to go run up to the one in front of Kit. <laughs> All right, great. killed that one. Another no one came friends. at you just now. A new one came at oh, you just yeah. now. Oh, that new friend. Incredible right, right. that you all are keeping track of this. Incredible. I, I'm <laughs> trying to. I was off. I thought I had it's, only it's three very, It's very high I energy. Heard, There's a I lot heard, going on. I heard ten skeletons, and I immediately, immediately checked out. Immediately. <laughs> um, I was so like, great. That's going to be a, like a 19 to hit still. Sure, yeah, absolutely. So that's another seven, so 14 points of damage for the one that in That destroys kit. that one. That's done. One There's more one left. left. Uh, key point to the one in, All Bri- right. in front of Bria. All right. <laughs> Don't make you me shoot an arrow. failed, didn't you? <laughs> I rolled a six, so that's an eight to hit. Oh, nope, that misses. So, so flying kick, and she just lands in the dust. <laughs> Please. I was so excited. I thought I, I was going to kill all four of them in my last... I know. Flick, can you finish it off for us? Well, is it more than five feet away? Uh, sure. Yeah. It's my Bria, so yeah. Longbow. It does a 16 (laughs) hit. It does. Longbow. Fuck yeah, that's nine damage. Does it go down? It doesn't, because this one hasn't been damaged yet. No! (laughs) Which means, Bria, it's your job to finish it off. It's right next to you. Oh, no. An eight does not hit. It doesn't, no. (laughs) So... I'm. I was like trying to be really encouraging for Flick, 
And I was like, oh, you'll get it next time, buddy, as I try to slash and just completely... I can't speak. Completely miss it. Completely miss it. (laughs) Okay, Kit, can you finish us off? I don't know. Let's find out. (laughs) Absolutely not. No. (laughs) This This is the little skelly that could, y'all. Just fall into the sand. <laughs> All right. Well, it's gonna attack Bria because that's who it was attacking originally. Hide crits. <laughs> I will uh, uncanny dodge out of its way. Okay. Uh, five, seven, nine. So you take four points of damage. All right, Bizdira, try again. I guess. We just. This is amazing. This is the little skelly that could. Okay. So that'll hit. Uh, does it? Because its armor class is thirty-two. Oh fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> No. I believe Bria you. believed me. Bria believed uh, me 100%. Did you see her face? 18 points of damage. Yes, it explodes into a million pieces. All this, of a sudden, this last skeleton is a Goliath. <laughs> and it's wearing heavy scale mail armor. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that, Flick. No, no, no. Because as you all Shut up. finish up with as Bizdira finally finishes up with this final skeleton that came out of the sands, you all feel the ground underneath your feet begin to rumble, and the sands begin to shift and move. And as you look around, you see bones beginning to climb out of the sand around you. But rather than standing up into individual skeletons skeletons like they did before, they begin to come together and form massive piles of skeleton swarms. Three large swarms form around you, way a little ways off into the distance, each of them about 30 feet from your current position. And then you hear a roar from a little behind you on the beach, and the three of you turn around, and you see an enormous, easily 15 feet foot tall juggernaut made of the skeletons of gnolls that have all come together megazord style uh lumbering towards you probably at this point maybe 120 feet away lumbering towards the five of you because i completely forgot that sniv was with you and, and that is a three of us is where before. we're gonna le- <laughs> that is where we're gonna leave it for this week numbers are hard how many of us are there <laughs> how many of us the world thanks so know. much for listening to this week's episode of the last refuge be sure to listen next week to find out more about these skeletal swarms and the skeletal jugger or not, and whether or not the party survives and all that. You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at at dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what cons we'll be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. Before I thank Robert and the players this week, I want to thank Wizards of the Coast. This uh, Sandy Dunes encounter that we have gone through today uh, is courtesy of Wizards of the Coast and straight out of their book Ghosts of Saltmarsh. Chapter, I don't remember what, but it's the chapter of the adventure called Isle of the Abbey uh, has this encounter across the the skeleton-covered dunes in it, and I lifted it from that. So if you want to know more about that or run it for your players, go check out Ghosts of Saltmarsh. 
As always, I want to thank Robert Hupf, my story consultant for this campaign, and of course, all of you for listening. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Bazira, Kit, Bria, and Flix here, too. (laughs) (laughs) And so is Sniv. Happy gaming, (laughs) y'all. My God, cats! She's nothing's happening. She's. I have never heard her do that. She's just an old lady. Sometimes I think she wakes up from a. This is definitely the blooper. Sometimes I think she wakes up from a bad dream, and this is how she. Resp- she's fine. She's, nothing was happening. She was just meowing. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Back to the story. Uh,